So, one of the one of the things I'm sure y'all get a lot is your name being pronounced right, wrong, correct? So, like, can y'all count like how many times your name's been pronounced correctly outside of Elgin? Uh, very little. Nah. Uh, I think one one good time I've heard someone say it, and I was at a tournament in the city. That'd be Jared Williams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know a cool uh, – Jared Williams is good at it. I know a cool one. Um, the referee last night, Mitch Brown, uh, he called our district duels. Mitch Brown was a coach at El Reno for a long, long time, really good a coach, and uh, has a building named after him there. Um, but he refereed our dual state finals, and he came up to me last night said, Tadanipa. He said, I had – he goes, I know that because I coached a dual team, a national dual team that your dad was on. And he said, I remember seeing that name on the back of the shirt and it being about this long. <laughs> he held it out big, long. He said, I remember that name, big. He said, it was a strong, tough kid. I said, that's exactly how my kids are. They're tough. I said, and you'll see tonight. And it was just a cool story. Like, he knew how to say it, like, because he coached your dad on that national dual team. So, like, that's, that's cool. Like, wrestling, like, lineage i guess that can be passed down and you from one like older dude that's been involved he's been involved in wrestling for a long time like i said he was there when el reno won like 10 state championships in a row yeah. he was assistant coach there and uh was a fantastic coach and now he's a good ref and uh that's just a cool story about that leading to that uh you know the last time other than this past weekend, the last time a, a Tadanipa wrestled in the Geary tournament was 1996. That was your dad. Wow, that's, that's definitely crazy. Johnny Hendricks used to be a UFC champion. Your dad wrestled his older brother at that tournament. Yeah, that's that's a old tournament. Yeah. Are you trying to say your dad's old? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Speaking of the Geary tournament, y'all both had the opportunity to go. What was y'all's thoughts on that? And a talent being, just kind of add on to that, talent being the first Tadanipa, I think, to place at the Gary tournament and doing it your freshman season. You got fifth place this weekend. Wrestled a great tournament, dude. Just talk about it and experiences this weekend. Uh, I was happy to place. My dad didn't place? I don't know. I think he did. I don't know. Brag to him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to speak on that out of, out of turn. I didn't see the bracket. But uh, if George, come correct me, please, if I'm wrong. But uh, – yeah, but. but yeah, dude, still even from 1996 to now to add a Tadanipa to that list of like placers, like that's a cool, cool experience. Yeah, I was glad that I placed. I wasn't trying to get beat out. I was trying to be the first freshman in Elgin history to place. Yeah, and now like all my kids, like who's going to be our first Gary champion? You know what I'm saying? We didn't have one this year. We didn't even have a finalist this year. Jace challenged up and got second, but like we were all in consolation finals and fifth and sixth place finals, and uh, that was good though. I mean, I thought we had a good showing at Gary. George, you went two and two this weekend at 175. Uh, I think in your bracket, you were a match away. We talked about where we probably should have been. I thought you should have won your last match and then been able to uh, slug it out for a chance to place. And then if you get it, if you get to a point in a bracket like that where you're just in a match where all you got to do is place, like the 50 50 shot's pretty good. But, like, still, it was a good showing, man. You went there, wrestled hard, won some good matches. And uh, what were your thoughts on the tournament this weekend? Uh, I, I think I did pretty good wrestling up weight class. I'm definitely on the smaller side. But I went out there my first match. I mean, I, I had a pretty close match with the kid I usually beat. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, every time I lose, I'm just learning. 
that that's my thought in the tournament and my last match it was a close one i just it's one mistake and you'll lose the wrestling match I, I overall i think i did okay at a gary tournament could have done a little bit better but that's a good point to hit on though you're just learning and uh we're trying to get better for this weekend big weekend for us going to carl albert you know we just had our district duels but then ultimately preparing for regional and state tournament like you want to be your best for the regional and state tournament mm -hmm. so on the way like by no means do you want to take losses out of character or out of hand or anything like that, but like you want to learn from your losses and, and, and get better from them and be ready to go at the end of the year. Because in the end, like, yeah, it's really cool to say you won the Gary tournament and Carl Albert's a cool tournament to say you've won and stuff like that. But like, we want to win regionals, we want to win state. I mean, ultimately, we want to be state champions, you know, and you want to be on that podium. So we're just working for our final form. This Gary tournament was really good for us. I feel like like some of our kids got to see top of the line competition, what it looks like <coughs> to see some of the best kids in the nation. And like, we're not far off from a few of them, you know, and uh, I don't know. I was proud of our kids. So the, the build up there, what's the, the strategy behind that too, Cody? Cause we got, we got the Gary tournament. There wasn't a weight there where, there's a, there where there wasn't a top uh, nationally ranked kid in number one. Right. And then, so we, Going to district duels, which I'm sure we want to talk about that as well. I mean, we y'all handle business during district duels. Yeah, and like kind of one of the advantages, and I wouldn't. I mean, it's something where we won dual state last year, so when they redistrict, they tend to put the teams that were good the year before and have good classes coming back, which we do uh, in districts with teams that number one can't fill up a full lineup, you know. And uh, we saw some of that in our district yesterday. And then just teams that, you know, might be younger, might not be quite as developed as uh, other teams, just to get the best teams to come out of the eight districts. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there might be a little bit of – there's there is definitely some teams that are uh, – Top or le top level teams that are in the same district. We were in the same position last two two seasons with El Reno. It's just that's kind of one of the advantages we have now is uh, being in a district where, man, I, I think we handled business where we were supposed to against Oklahoma City Southeast, right. uh, one eighty four to nothing, and there were several forfeits. But then against Eisenhower, like we beat some pretty good kids on that team with uh, Colin beating a kid that was. Uh, a state qualifier i think close to being a state placer and uh just some other wins throughout the lineup from younger kids that we normally may, might see some falter in the lineup but they came through and won 81 to nothing and then uh against newcastle like they had some good kids on their team some top level kids state qualifiers state uh st multiple times state qualifiers and talon wrestled one and won a decision match and colin uh ended up pinning a kid and then just in our lineup, uh, Gage and uh, Braxton, I thought, had good wins in there. And Daniel Becerra, you know, winning at 106 pounds was big for our team. And we ended up winning that one 74 to nothing, I believe, was the last one. But So, like, overall, it was 239 to zero in our district duels, which, like, wrestling's kind of one of them sports where you can wrestle some other kids and get other guys in the lineups, which, like, we tried to do and stuff, but also – like these kids are training hard. They just came off of uh, some tough level competition at the Gary tournament. They deserve to go out there and compete. And when you compete, like you don't tell a wrestler to, Hey, don't, don't pin this guy. Don't take or take it easy on this guy. You know, you tell them to go out and wrestle tough and uh, by all means be humble in your win. And I think our kids did a good job of that yesterday. You know, we're not out there trying to embarrass kids or uh, trying to, just bully people on the mat. We're trying to out wrestle and 
we're trying to fine-tune you know the district duels are fine-tuning for what's coming up we have a big duel of Marlowe next week we have a duel of Tuttle the following week and then you know ultimately duel state so when it comes to the the brothers the Tadnapper style wrestling I've watched y'all since y'all was little you know with George talking to y'all coaching y'all uh what would you say your style of wrestling is more of a rough style like we're just I mean a brawler yeah, we, we brawl. I'm not. I'm not scared to bust my lip open. I'm not scared to bleed. You know, I just. I think. I, I look at it as. Uh, you know, we go out there and try our hardest. It's 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 a fight every match. So, I mean, I mean what do you think of it? Uh, definitely brawler. Cause I was whooping up on George today in practice. <laughs> uh, Literally, twenty minutes before this podcast, I had to step in between them because they'd already hooked it up once, and I made it. I made a bad mistake today. I made a coaching error. I uh, put them together in a live match just because we're trying to give kids different looks in the room, and I just I can ma- We have several brothers in here, you know. We I can match them up, but I mean, weight cut with one, and just end of the week, and we're grinding. They're in there trying to rip each other's heads off their fist fighting each other, and I have to step in between, get a knock it off. And <laughs> at the end of practice, I'm still having to follow them around because I'm afraid they're going to jump on each other again. But, like, in the end, we're sitting here doing a podcast together talking about that's y'all's style of wrestling. Y'all brawl with each other. Uh, when you go out and wrestle, I like the way you brawl, but you're not bullying and, like, arrogant with it or anything. You're just letting people know, hey, you signed up for a fight. We're here for that. We're going to get after it. And uh, it's all within the legal realm of wrestling. And those are the hardest kids to beat, in my opinion. You know, the one that will never die out there. They're going to keep coming at you no matter what. And uh, you boys, like Talon, you have a great, like, athletic ability at being smaller with some of that right now. And uh, George, like, you're developing into that as well. You came from a kid that's wrestled heavyweight like your entire life. Like you were a short fat kid, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, just no lie. And, but you learned how to wrestle. You developed a tough mindset as that. And you were successful. Like you won a lot as a youth kid and talent. You did well as a, as a youth at those really competitive youth weights. And, uh, I feel like y'all developed that mindset. Not like your dad helped instill that in you as well. I feel like, but like just, by staying on the grind year after year, pursuing your your goals throughout the season, and just coming back for more, you know, coming back for more. That's yeah, definitely the stops at Burger King and Burger King dollar cheeseburgers and dollar fries and the O oh, and the ices too. Yeah, sometimes going with this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's that's that was a big reason why I was so big. Why'd I mean. you bring up Burger King? Because it. You gotta drive by to get y'all to the house, dog. Yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. live by it. Like I don't, I didn't even think Sonic was a thing back then. We just stopped by Burger King so much. That and Little Caesars. It's got my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same question, but a little bit different for both of you, right? So if you look at your seventh grade year, right, and then your freshman year, what's something you would say that's different now than it was your seventh grade year? And for George, what's something that's different for you versus your seventh grade year? Versus your freshman year, versus now. Start with you, Talon. Probably seventh grade. I was like not as scrappy and confident going out there and wrestling. Now I just go out there confident, and just let stuff fly. I just try my best. And in seventh grade, if I got on my back, I was like, "Well, it's over." Right. I'm gonna go get some candy. But now <laughs> I don't ever want to be on my back. It's always best if I'm on my feet, right. just wrestling. You know, the same size as I was seventh grade, but 
you just developed kind of late too, right, George? Like, well, and you're still pretty young. Like yeah, you're a junior. How old are you? I'm I'm 17. You're I'm 17. I, I was born. I'm like the middle middle of the class. But I mean, I feel like nowadays everyone's starting to get held back, and most of the kids that I'm competing against are 18, 19 years old. I mean, they're they're basically grown. I mean, a lot of them hit puberty like really really fast and been wrestling a while and you know, a lot of them are pretty good like i say my my seventh grade year i was going against like really like people with beards but that yeah. was a real that's a real awkward transition for you you were still a little short fat kid yeah, yeah i remember uh, and at 195 pounds 200 pounds you can wrestle a freshman that looks like you know a 200 pound hudson you know or somebody like that or jace was a big freshman at 200 pounds and yeah, there's a lot of difference there. There's a lot of difference there, and uh, and we see it too with uh, you know, uh, like Corbin and and, and Trip now. You know what I mean? They're out there wrestling. Sometimes they get get a grown man in their bracket. You know, it's just the way it is. At 15, you uh, people develop at different ages, but like your mindset has stayed the same, and that's like what's helped you out tremendously and i go over and i look at like our career wins and stuff like that and man you're like you're approaching 30 over 30 career wins in high school you know and that's a lot of wins and like you're gonna keep stacking them up have another season to go and uh i don't know just be on pace to win a bunch of matches be state placer be a state champion you know and uh talent you have that in your future here as as a youngster you know freshman goals of doing that i just uh I think there's big, big future for you boys and your sister wrestles now, who is a seventh grader and uh, first year of wrestling. And then your younger brother, Rivers, who's a fourth grader, is a wrestler, won, won a lot as a youth wrestler, a, a dang good youth wrestler. Just talk about how wrestling runs through your family and uh, how, how the Tata Nippa house functions during wrestling season. Oh, well... It's a little bit crazy, to be honest with you. It's just, there's really no food in the pantry, you know what I'm saying? We usually <laughs> eat it all, like, first day we get for groceries. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, come home. Sometimes we got to run if we're overweight. Even sometimes you got to push the other one if if he's struggling. So, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, For Rivers, I just like to. Like, I learn moves on Instagram, and I just try to teach him those moves, yeah. seeing if he'd learn it. And, like, if I learned a move, i try to teach him so he'd get better. And Lulu, I don't know how many fights we got into. We'd brawl in the living room. <laughs> I remember she used to, like, judo throw you with your shirt one time, and it was so funny. She yanked, <laughs> yanked you off the couch. Yeah. But I think transitioning my freshman year, it was – a big difference. I mean, I, I've stayed the same high since like freshman and sophomore year, but well, I think my jump from seventh to ninth grade is is when I I lost my weight. I think I lost about highest I got to was two hundred and three pounds, and that was like April of twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. What day? What hour? What oh, time? it was it was like the twenty eighth, I believe. Who intervened? <laughs> well, actually, I, I was I was I was getting bullied. I was getting fat shamed by these kids on Fortnite, and and it's a true story. Full blown and, pandemic this time, yeah, right? You're during the pandemic, <laughs> and, and it's a true story. And 
Not working out. The ne- nope. I was sitting on my game all day. I think I think Colin came over one time and he said, George, you're getting fat. And I think I was just. That's how been, he would say it. Too, I, 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 I worked up the courage that night and I was just thinking. And the next morning I threw some uh, some uh, a hoodie and uh, some pants on. I went to go run the treadmill. I walked for like the first 10 minutes. And the next 20, I, like, I had a little jog and replayed the same thing in my head. And I think I lost like 10, 10, 15 pounds like a week. And I was like 190, you know, I was feeling confident. I stopped drinking soda. And it's, it's definitely been a journey. I, I'm, I think the lowest I got to in the last few years was 155 pounds. And that, that's almost a 50 pound difference from 20. One, uh, 200 and 200 pounds. That's impressive, man. That's yeah. good discipline. Yeah. That's yeah. good discipline. That's good to see uh, when you're down at 155 and Talon's at about 125 <laughs> during football season. Does Talon get you? No, he, he got like 137. No, nah, we ain't saying uh, he didn't get that big. He's uh, I got like 126. You yeah, think? Probably. I'm whooping him. You now. think Talon whoops you? Yeah. And what? In wrestling? We're the same way. It's. It's, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's over. Go in the ring. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing, boys. I don't want to stir that up here. Yeah, I, I think you get to be in wrestling, to be honest with you. It's just, it's it's hard going from heavyweight into transitioning to all these different weight classes. And people don't realize, like, every weight in wrestling is different style. It's not the same as 157, and then you wrestle 175. They're not as fast, but they're way bigger. And it, you just gotta you you gotta you have have to have high knowledge of wrestling. I think to wrestle all those weight classes. What's some advice as a junior now you would give talent as a freshman? <sighs> have the same mindset every year, or a, a better mindset every year. You just gotta remember what mistakes did you make that were crucial to how you could have did better the year before. Yeah, I mean let's just be honest. You don't have much time in high school, like. Yeah, I mean, you got three after your freshman year. You got your sophomore year. It's gonna fly by. I, that's what I give. Don't don't let time go for granted. It does go quick because we're sitting here and we're talking about little Stumpy George in seventh grade, and I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people listening remembers that like it's yesterday. But now I'm talking to seventeen year old junior George, who's a lot more mature. Who I didn't want to kick out of my sixth grade PE because he was driving me insane. But. <laughs> Coach McCracken still probably had you a little bit in PE before he was a, a principal. Like, you were not an easy one as a child. But that's all right, man. You turned into a, a dang fine one now. And when I say not an easy one, you were just a hard head. You were a hard head, but, like, man, you were a hard worker and still still are and, like, talent is, and that's cool. When it comes to uh, y'all coming up with your dad coaching and stuff, did, did – did, did he coach y'all differently based on styles? Cause y'all kind of y'all kind of do have a similar style when it comes to underhooks and stuff like that. Did he yeah. coach y'all different on different scenarios? Uh, uh, kind of like for him, it's more like upper body's like two bear hugs, and for me, it's like get into a shot. But he also taught us both, like taught me to get bear hooks and yeah. trips. And you? Well, I used to wrestle heavyweight a lot, so he'd always teach me upper body because I think. He was a qualifier or national placer uh, for Greco freestyle, or is I think it was Greco freestyle. I think he was a Greco All American. Yeah, he's what Greco All American. He was telling me because to get your name on the back yeah. of that shirt, you have to get he's, place. He used to be really good. He told me 
he, I think he went to Japan and he just showed us all those moves. And I, I think it's something you should never take for granted when your dad's a Gre uh, Greco All American way back in the day, the 90s. <laughs> Old guy. Yeah. The 90s, huh? Comanche boy. Comanche boy. That's, uh, yeah, but that's, uh, that's good, y'all, as sons, like, can see and not be hard-headed and know, like, hey, my dad is offering me good advice, and your dad's done a great job as you guys have gotten older of letting y'all be coached by other uh, men, being like Nathan and Coach Bean and myself. And, uh, man, I just know I always have his full support when it comes to coaching you boys and uh, decisions that are made in here. And... Uh, I don't know. He's just, he's a good, good, solid dude for not only like, I know you guys, but for every youth program we have here in Elgin, he's involved in our wrestling, involved in our football and uh, has been steady since you were in there, George, starting out. Nakona, I'm sure involved with that as well, all the way down to uh, Rivers still in it. I know he coaches youth football. He coaches the youth wrestling team with us in here. And, uh, that's just that's kudos to y'all for being able to listen to your dad and for him to be able to instill what he knows into y'all but then only always know that like man my boys can soak in all the other people that want to invest around them and uh we, have, we do that good here in elgin all all the men that are involved in our wrestling program with y'all's dad being uh, a former professional boxer have you ever thought about getting into boxing uh, I think he's tried. Like he's take us to the gym, just throw us in, and say, "Hey, spar." So I'd just be slinging. <laughs> George about jumped off his chair. Go ahead, George. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I'm. Oh, it's crazy. I'm. I'm the only one in my family right now, or out of all my siblings, to have one amateur boxing fight, and that was in the fifth grade. And <laughs> I'm just. That. He got pieced up. No, I did not. I got robbed. <laughs> you got I got robbed. No. It went to a decision? Yeah, I got robbed. Oh, I was, was robbed. It unanimous? No, it was a split. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, but yeah, it was definitely, I, I think, I, I, I think right now I'm the best fighter in all, all my siblings, I'm taking anyone. I'm taking talent with one hand behind my nah, back. Oh my god! But all right, all I, I'm just—I'm nah. not scared to when get it comes hit. To putting the paws on them. No, I'm not scared to hit. I'll throw elbows. You know what I'm saying? If they, they like to wrestle me when I'm throwing a punch. They'll just blast <laughs> over me, and that's when I hit my jujitsu. But what are y'all doing? Is this MMA? Or oh, this is this MMA. I've. I started training in MMA for the last, I think. So what, y'all just get at the house and say, all right, it's MMA time. No. I'll start punching each other. Like, I go down Hold on, Mom. We'll be down here in a second. Let us MMA for a little bit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're up there kicking and fighting and headbutting each other. Hold on. One more round. One more round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I go to a gym up there. Lulu up there. Ready? Fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely... Out of all our siblings, we we have to know how to throw a punch. That's so, what do you want to pursue with that? Do you want to pursue college wrestling, or do you want to pursue MMA right after? Oh, high school? I think after high school, I want to go to a D two or NAIA school and getting that college wrestling experience, and then hop into MMA. I want to go to the UFC is one of my dreams, and it's just I'm watching it every weekend. Every time they throw an event, I'm just like looking how they. How they throw punch? Who are you looking for a sponsor? <laughs> uh, let me think. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Nah, Red Bull. Red Bull sponsor me. All right. Red All right. Bull. But uh, 
Mansion H Casinos Entertainment. There you yeah, go. There you yeah, go. There you that's go. that's what I'm thinking. Talk about that, boys. Talk about uh, just Comanche uh, Boy. Talk about Comanche Boy a little bit. Comanche Boy. Oh, not to brag, but when I was a kid, everyone would be talking about their parents and their dad, and I'd be like, "Oh, my dad's a professional boxer." They were like, "Really?" And I showed them a picture. I I was like, I typed my name up because we got the same name. And, Right, right beside like all his boxing photos, you see me. I'm like a little chubby fat kid wrestling on track, and it's all up on safari right now. But I think it was, it was definitely a big flex because I think he was 30 and 0 at one point, fighting for a uh, almost. I bet he was fighting for a title shot. Uh, so that was definitely a big thing to talk about. Talk about there. now how y'all still like not only George and that being like. Comanche boy, you still carry like you like to be. Uh, you called that and uh, talk about just uh, Comanche Nation and everything that you boys represent with that, uh, and how y'all are proud of that, and I know how y'all represent, and uh, just talk about it a little bit. I feel like uh, when you're Comanche, it's numina how you say it in the native language. Uh, we all stick together, you know. I mean, if, if one of us is going to wrestle for a national title, I mean, everyone's going to have their back on Facebook, you know, everything. You know, strong. I think we have a pretty strong tribe. Uh, I go out there every time I'm wrestling. I'm like, I'm wrestling for my people. And I, it, I, it's, a, it's a big thing to worry about when you're, you got your whole tribe behind you. They got your back. I think it's a brotherhood. And what do you think about it? I'm with you. of what you said. They say Comanche strong. I think it's a ditto, (laughs) cuz. That's like, I mean, that's the thing I think about. I just think about the young warriors like you guys are out there. And just, uh, man, I just, I know when it's tatting a name up, it's time for battle. And uh, talk about just like, y'all have several Comanche Nation brothers and uh, in here and stuff. And talk about the numbers and uh, how you'd like to see it grow within the Comanche Nation and how you guys could be young role models not only for them but how how you could get people involved that don't have like the same privileges you guys do y'all are raised in a really good family with really good parents and a really good community around you but like i know that community is really big for a lot of kids that don't have that just talk about how you guys would like just how you've seen kids come from that and how you could get kids involved and how you just enjoy being you know like i said y'all are great young role models and people use that a lot and they should yeah i've I have a bunch of my little cousins coming up to me, and they're like, how are you doing wrestling? I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. And they're like, can you teach me some moves? And I'm like, all right, I got you. And I'm teaching them, like, underhooks and bear hugs. But I think if you're if you're, you're holding that Comanche name, I mean, a lot of Comanche kids that wrestle or try out wrestling, they're all really, they'll, like, try. Like, they're, like, hard workers. I think they just like to scrap. I mean, that's what our tribe is. We used to be a really dominant tribe way back in the 1700s, and we used to we were we were like really savages. Like we were actually like we were crazy out in back 1700s. They talk about stories about us. I think that's that's a big name you should hold as Comanche is. Remember who you where you're coming from. Like like these crazy stories. They go back a while. What do you, what do you think about that? For a role model like. I like to bring Elijah up here and like work with Elijah because last year he wasn't that great. And then like 
free, I got them in a freestyle in Greco, and I just brought them up here a lot. And then they're calling him to be on dual teams. Yeah. You then, know, they, like. then he whoops up on Cameron Zayden, so we had to get him a cool <laughs> nickname, like the Cameron Slayer. <laughs> but, no, nah, he wasn't that great last year, but this year he got third at JOC. Like, really his second year wrestling. Yeah, and that's because you, you boys, like, made him come in here during the summer, during the spring, during the fall, and, like, held him accountable for that. And we're good role models for him, even though, like, you're the same age as him, and uh, you're just a year or two older than him. But, like. It's definitely that Greco, man. He's, yeah, and, like, just your dad, I know, is a good role model for him. And uh, that's just, like, any kid that's looking for it, and they're looking for a role model, especially, like, within the Comanche Nation and like you boys are great faces and uh I know I don't speak for them by any means but like I know from the outside looking in I see how they highlight you guys and how they uh they know what they got with young uh athletes and young role models like you guys and uh that's that's cool to see yeah I think it's a big big name to hold in our tribe we all grew up together and I, I think all my brothers have my back that's one thing that matters just real quick, how y'all got involved into wrestling? Who involved you? Who? What year did you start talent, and who got you involved? I remember my first match was like diapers. <laughs> I was rolling around, they threw me in there. But really, I think like five, I started early wrestling, and then it was like we took like vans up to tournaments, like my cousins and brothers. It was like my dad and Coach T Mac. We drive up there, and we'd have like all the Numina shirts on, all one color. And we'd all just go as a team. That'd be our little crew. Beat people down. Yeah, beat people down. Man, I remember Nakona and Nick Johnson. They, my dad called them the Choppy Boys. They were two chubby, <laughs> chubby little Indians. <laughs> we used to take that Chevy Equinox. Man, we wake up early. We used to live out in Apache back in the day. And man, yeah, I remember my first memory. Of like wrestling was they threw me under a spotlight and it was dark <laughs> and I wrestled some kid. I don't remember what happened, but piece you up. No, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, but just like y'all are introduced to the family pretty much, right? It's the family yeah, business. Yeah, we just got like, thrown in. That's kinda how my kids are introduced to it. It's just like it's the family business, you know, as you kinda get older and you throw them in there and you let them take their lumps, and you let them have their success, and you just hope they like it after that. And you boys, I can tell, have always loved wrestling, like, and uh, I just talk about how you weren't able to like burn out, and how you just keep it fresh every year. Uh, playing other sports, I'm sure, helps out, right, Talent? Yeah, playing football and track on the side. Track's kind of tiring though. I like golf on the side too. That's like, all right. That's I'm all right. Golf, but. Yeah, I like doing other sports, and then I got into freestyle Greco last year, so it just, like, made me get into Matt more time, like, Matt more time. Yeah, um, and, and it's room. just a little bit different style, yeah. and you get to mix it up, and it's a lot more relaxed. But yeah. those, like, two and a half months you get on the mat yeah. were crucial. Like, yeah. you wrestled a lot of good kids in that amount of time, like state placers, Fargo All-Americans, state champions, and it's paying off this year. Like, you're having a great season <laughs> because of that. George, you also play football as well, and uh, during springtime, you're involved with freestyle and Greco, always have been, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think in my free time after wrestling, I'm probably going to get heavy into MMA, and I want to start training now as I'm 17. 
I, it's always good to start young. You can't take time for granted. That's you gonna get I you think. a fight this summer? No, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Amateur. I can I can fight on a tribal land. Is what they said. Can I fight you? What would that look like? <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm a which I think now, like kids can fight in high school and get paid for it. Yeah, I, I do not think there's like a big deal with that with like nil and just like I don't know how we can control these kids' lives now, you yeah. know. Um, but like I think kids can go fight. But what would that look like if a uh, coach shows up? Man, I've got beef with this kid. Here we go. This is how I legally get it done. I thought we were gonna sit with you in Livingston, though. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved that one. Yeah. Oh, but no, that's uh that's cool and uh I know if you did have one, I'd be there supporting man. Yeah, just because that's cool. I support my kids and stuff like that and what they want to do after and uh I try to keep a good relationship with my kids once they graduate and uh not only just because I care about them and love them, but like one day you guys will be fathers and uh I hope you invest your kids back into this program and you guys come back and coach like your dad does, you know, because then I don't have just one George Tatton up in here. I have both of you, you know, he's multiplied into two and then rivers, you know, three, you know, and that's three really quality kids that if you guys had, I mean, have kids in, in your father's like, I'm sure you'd want to invest them back in the wrestling program. Right. Yeah. 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 Starting them young. I'm going to make them run the mountains every day. We'll have to keep an eye on George. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, I have to have a list to hang out with you a little bit and teach you. <laughs> you can't have your two-year-old run up the mountain. <laughs> I'm not good with kids, but I'm, I'm nah, good with you will be because you uh, you've been involved in wrestling and you've had good role models as parents. I feel like, yeah. and uh, like they do a good job setting that for y'all. And uh, statistics prove kids follow what the example that's been set for them. And uh, talk about it. George. I think it's. I think what makes everyone, me and him, and my older brother and my sister and, and Rivers is. We're trying to be better than the other one. Yeah, I think we're trying to all cement our name and for like a legacy. And I'm trying to be better than him every day. And usually he's better than me at tournaments, but I know one day we'll all get our time to shine. I think that's one big thing <laughs> is having siblings. It's the competitive household. And you never know. That's good. That's healthy, you know, but then you never know like what, what, when it might look like for you guys later in life, you know, you might go on and be a really good coach and you might be beating him in a duel at some <laughs> yeah. point in time. Wouldn't that be crazy? You know, because I go and I wrestle my brother every single year and I he's beat me. I beat him. And that's really cool. And if I was able to see two kids that I coach go out and lead teams, even if it's a youth duel or a junior high duel, like I know y'all are good young men that are putting back in. And then I know that like my coaching's multiplying and uh, then you guys can start your legacy of multiplying your, your kids, you know, if you choose to stay involved in wrestling, you know, and I think you guys that are, I mean, your family's involved, y'all are lifelong wrestling people and you've seen what it, the benefits it's gave y'all. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to split me and Talon up more if we ever do that. No. <laughs> Inside of the mat. We'll just have to let y'all run it. <laughs> I'm winning that duel if we ever have two teams. Uh, I'm gonna make my kids run. I'm Mount Scott every day. Oh, George, I'll have them training like the military <laughs> in there. I already know. Talon, how was uh, your first year of freestyle Greco this year? First year? First turn, I got rolled up. Uh, <laughs> I got tech fought. But it was fun. I just like let them shoot in and I just start rolling around. 
I had to look up at a ref, and he was like, Too. I was like, oh. You beat some good kids this summer, too, yeah. right? Like, you know, beat an All-American, Fargo yeah. All-American. State Placers, like, beat some good kids as an eighth grader. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you beat Bryce, who was a State Placer for us, you know? And uh, that's crazy. I forget all about that. You and Bryce wrestled in the Freestyle State Finals, correct? Yeah, that match was intense. Yeah, Freestyle State Finals, two Elgin kids wrestling against each other. I don't know. I, I thought that should have got like some coverage. That was super cool. And they went out there and they weren't just wrestling. Like they went to war. They were slamming the <laughs> crap out of each other. And like to the point where I was like, man, they're going to hurt each other. And then afterwards, they're over there, boys hanging out. Like, but during that mat, they both had bad intentions for each other. One time, Bryce slammed the piss out of Talon. I was like, that's it. Talon's dead. Come back. Talon slammed him like three times afterwards, you know. And, and, and then Bryce slams him again. And the match ends. Like twenty to eleven, twenty to it was it was a big match and yeah. he ended up winning and uh, I was like, all right, cool. I got an eighth grader <laughs> and a ninth grader doing that. Like oh, that, that was, was cool. Fun. Yeah. But what I liked about it is sometimes a lot of teammates get out there and just kind of patty cake it. Patty cake it. They y'all went out there and tried to kill each other. I Man, thought. Him, and, him and Bryce has always been like that. Uh, I've said this story a million times. I tell anybody that listens, but I don't know if you remember this, but it was you know old grapplers practice. Uh, you and Bryce is in this bang like always, and I, I and I'm talking to Dax about being, uh, pushing the action, you know, attacking, attack style wrestling. What I keep talking to him about, and he's just like, all right. And I was like, look, sit over there, sit over right there where that middle dummy is about, uh, or this far dummy. And I said, just watch him. He sit there and watch him. I was like, that, that's how you got to practice, man. If you practice like that, it's going to show up in a real match. And uh, and then it did, you know, it did, it did. Like he comes in here and practices with y'all now, man. He gets at, gets after y'all guys just like y'all get after him. And and thankfully, like Coach Rao talks about, we got a good room. You know, y'all are able to give him a good look and stuff like that and help him out as well. So. We had like three or four kids looking to hook it up today in the practice room, like physically. And I said, guys, we just won 239 to nothing yesterday. This room's pretty good. Like, that's fine. There's going to be some of that in here. And that's healthy, like – we didn't start really seeing that till the end last year, like with kids kind of hooking it up with each other just because, like, man, you get to that grind. But, like, man, our kids just came off the Gary tournament where a lot of kids got beat out that normally don't get beat out. A lot of kids place lower than they normally do. And, then like, I think y'all are hungry, aren't y'all? Like, yeah. not like only we went out there and had no mercy on kids yesterday, but, like, man, we're ready to go this weekend. Ready to go. Uh, talk about Zayden a little bit. Growing up with Zayden wrestling. Zayden, uh, he's more been more like a brother to us. So like he just like been with us for a while. He truly is like a brother. Like I know that he, with you guys. Yeah, he's our brother. I, I call him my brother. People are like, is that your real brother? I was like, no, nah, it's my cousin. But his his mom and my dad they they claimed each other as brother and sister, and I think that's I mean, we were really close. He was at our house. He was, he's at our house when everyone's coming. I I think it's as a brotherhood. He's uh I remember he used to be real skinny, skinnier than me, and then he ballooned up, and we were the same <laughs> weight. <laughs> we were the same weight for like a couple months, and I, I could actually knee pick him. I wasn't scared of hurting him because I, I I broke his arm. When we were younger, I remember that. Uh, yeah, my fourth day ever of Elgin, being in Elgin, Oklahoma. Zayden gets his arm twisted around by George. Oh, oh man, it was nasty. And then I remember, like, I took George home after that, and uh, I was like, "What did I get myself into? Kids in here breaking each other's arm first match." But like, 
also when that happened they're like that's all right they're brothers like, all right cool like and it was thomas and melissa you know were just like yeah i mean it's wrestling that happens and Zayden bounced right back the next yeah. year and was like runner up at JLC after a broken arm yeah. the year before. I don't, I just wanted to like talk about him and stuff just because I think he's a good solid kid. He just happens to be in our lineup behind a state champion, yeah. you know. And if he went down a weight, it's Colin, who's a two-time state place or who's a state placer, you know. And uh, I, we're just really good right there. And Jace, who's really good, you know. But like he goes to compete with us all the time. He's competing this weekend, runner up at JLC. I just think he's a good kid to highlight, and uh, he has that same like warrior mentality you guys have when we talk about it. And he was raised with your dad wrestling, and that group of people that you know just like you said, y'all are a group of kids that traveled together and banged it out together. And uh, I don't know, y'all are growing up on me. Final words. Yeah, final words, boys. If you just want to say like your goals for the season, who you're excited to watch wrestle. Uh, honestly, I want to go blank the rest of our duels. <laughs> but no, my main goal is to win regionals and uh, win dual state. I want to get a ring and then uh, look to win high school state as a freshman. It's my main goal to win high school state this year. Solid goal. Yeah. Uh, my goal is uh, you know go whoop it up on at uh, dual state. Give me another ring and then go to regionals and do really good. I want to place high at state. I think I can place this year at this weight. I think another one is what I'm looking forward to is Alexander Volkanovsky fighting Ilya Topir. That, that's that's another one. But <laughs> I, I know we had to keep a leash on this man. Yeah, all right. Oh, and and uh, in the future, who are you excited to watch wrestle this year, Talon? This year, honestly, I'm excited to watch our duel versus Tuttle. Oh, how right. that comes out? It's ups against Tuttle. You know, Jace and Ritson, you know, it was a, it's a big thing, but it's it's personal now. And, and uh, oh, I think, what was it, uh, the Zebras? Claremore. I Claremore, yeah, they made it to dual state. They beat Collinsville, too. You hear about that? Yeah, it's up for them, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh